everybody. Mike Shea here from SiteFlourish.com, here with Enrique Bertrand, the newbie DM. And this is our second episode of our playthrough of Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. This is the adventure in the D&D Essentials uh, box, and we had the opportunity to play the first part of this adventure last Friday. Enrique, do you want to say hello? Hi, everybody. I'm very happy to be here with Mike playing uh, playing D&D with him. Uh, him and I have spoken a lot about playing together, and we never got around to it, but now it seems like two times it's a it's a trend, right? Yeah. Well, no. You do, you, you I, do guess, I, guess two is a, I guess two is a trend. It's a pattern. Yeah, it's not a very good pattern, <laughs> but it's a pattern. Whatever. I need to clear our chat logs so that uh, you don't see all the things you're going to fight. That'd be a that'd be a big spoiler. Uh, yeah, so let's jump right in. Uh, Berendar is your character. Is that is that right? It's Barundar. Barundar. Also, I don't know why your little your 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 icon changes in. Our OBS feed, I don't know why. We'll figure that out. Uh, so Bar Barundar and Bing, right? That's right. That's my Bing companion. Bing is your, is your companion, your um, uh, is a healer companion, right? This is a halfling? He is a halfling. He's a halfling. Uh, the two of um, you... Uh, so... Barundar and Bing. Uh, Bing is your halfling healer companion. He tries to keep you out of trouble, and sometimes he's more successful than others. He he did recommend, for example, that uh, chasing after the white dragon might not be such a great idea, uh, but wasn't quite able to uh, prevent you from running up and snatching the gem off of the altar in the, the, the dwarven uh, excavation which uh, damaged your hand a little bit, scorched it a Barundar, little bit. Barundar is his own man, and he doesn't right. need people's advice. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he might listen to other people's experiences, one, one could hope. Uh, we, will, we will see. So uh, Barundar and Bing are uh, in the Stonehill Inn. You have uh, spent the night uh, recovering from your former adventure. You have uh, recovered... Through through Bing's uh, uh, through Bing's healing, uh, your your hand it still aches, right? It aches a little bit, and you have a scar between the two knuckles on your hand where it actually had sort of split open. Uh, I, I thought I had a bone protruding from the you, hand. You did right, but uh, but Bing was able to set the bone and sort of heal it around. You got a nice like lightning bolt like scar between your oh. your ring finger and your 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 what is there, your ring finger and your middle finger. Uh, a, a lightning bolt-like scar, like yeah. that boy Harry Potter. Well, yeah, it's on, it's on both sides of your hand because your hand it actually sort of split down the middle, uh, but God. it's but it's but it's recovered. Uh, and awesome. you 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 look at the pieces of paper that you have in your hand. Uh, there, you actually have three pieces of paper uh, in your hand. We're gonna let's see. We go over here, and we're gonna drag you over to uh, our quest screen. Oh. Let me know if that loads for you. Yep, I see it. Uh, how, do I, how do I minimize this window? There it is. Uh, and let's see if we go to objects. So these are the three quest cards, the three pieces of parchment you tore off the board so that nobody else yes. could get involved in your... 
right, make sure no one the else rest gets of the town here. stays unemployed <laughs> right, all the other adventures are like i thought there were quests here nope these are all two they're not on the board uh one of these you have completed your dwarven excavation quest uh two of them um you have not yet completed the umbridge hill quest uh a local midwife and acolyte of shantae named a uh Adabra Gwyn lives by herself in, in, the, in a stone windmill on the side of a hill a few miles south of Phandalin. With dragon sightings becoming common, it is not safe for her to be alone. Urge Adaba to return to Phandalin. Once she is safe, visit the townmaster Harbin Wester to claim a reward of 25 gold pieces. Uh, by the way, you have returned to townmaster Harbin Wester, who did give you 50 gold pieces uh, for your for bringing the excavators back from the dwarven excavation uh, the other quest that you have is a clan of reclusive rock gnomes resides in a small network of caves in the mountains to the southeast the gnomes of nomengard are known for their magical inventions they might have something with which to defeat the dragon get whatever you can from them if you bring back something useful and don't want to keep it for yourselves uh, townmaster harbin wester will pay you 50 gold pieces for for it so <clears throat> let me get this straight. Mm. I can go walk up a hill, right, and tell a midwife in a windmill, yes, to get the hell out of Dodge, right, for twenty-five gold, right. Or I can go deal with gnomes. That is correct, and maybe get I'm gonna go to the hill. To the hill. I'm gonna go to the hill. Excellent. I'm I'm gonna go to the hill. I'm gonna go talk to the midwife, and right. then I'll go deal with the gnomes and bank an easy seventy-five. Sounds <laughs> sounds like a good plan. Seventy-five gold now, is like a I, year's salary, isn't it? Yeah, man. I could retire here in town now. I need to talk to this Harbin Wester townmaster because yes, I took a lot of pain in right. that dwarven excavation. Right. Right. Oh, uh, I, think I, to, a little, I think I deserve a little more for my troubles. Do me a favor and drag your uh, chat window, the 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 window in roll twenty. Drag that uh, edge to the left so that we can see it better on the screen. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Ah, look at that. That's be that's much better. There we go. Not not that far. Yeah, not that far. A little bit, a little bit in. Got a lot of white space there. It's going to eat up all the beautiful art. But that's perfect. Is that? Yeah, solid. Are good. Perfect. Uh, so you want to go talk to Harbin Wester. Is that right? Well, yes. All right. Let's move you back to, move you back to Fandolin. And as always, I tell Bing. Yes. Let me do the talking, Bing. <laughs> Bing, Bing gives you one of those Han Solo half smiles and, uh, uh, nods, nods appropriately. Nod, nods to you. Uh, you head over to, uh, let's see, I need my Exploring Phandalin, uh, to the Townmaster's Hall, uh, and you note that the, um, uh, the Townmaster's Hall is currently closed, though it is in the middle of the day. Uh, when you ask around, you hear that, uh, uh, you find out that he is in his manor. Uh, Harbin Wester, sorry. Uh, traveling to his manor and knocking upon the door, a voice comes and says, Go away! There are dragons about! And I'm going to take care of this dragon eventually, but I need to speak with you about a matter of 50 gold pieces. We can speak right here. What 50 gold well, pieces? 
I guess first I ask if this is him. Yeah, who else would it be? I am no one if not myself. You gave me 50 gold pieces to go to the dwarven excavation and warn my dwarven brothers about a dragon. Indeed. I heard you in hurt doing your so hand. I, in doing so, I sustained major injuries to my hand, my weapon hand, my weapon-wielding hand, mm -hmm. which is causing me great disturbance. And? Well, I think I should get it paid an extra 10 gold for that. An disturbance. extra 10 gold? That is ridiculous. An extra an extra 10 gold is what I 50 said. 50 gold pieces is more than enough to take care of it. Besides, we do not have any such healing in this place. The Shrine of Luck, as you know, only provides luck. The All of our healing potions have been expended. And only... What is her name? I, I, I turn to Bing and I make a motion... Adabra oh. Gwyn is the only one who might have any healing potions, and she is not here. Uh, uh, I, I turn to Ben, Bang, and I, and I motion him to be quiet, and I say, Good sir, I'm not asking for healing, I'm asking for coin. Coin? You received 50 gold pieces. As agreed. There were no stipulations about extra funding should you become injured during your adventures. We'll take this up later. Indeed. Have a good evening. It has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you for coming by. I told Bing, no, it hasn't. <laughs> yeah, Bing turns around and goes, well, you, you told him. Oh, shut up, Bing. Oh, no. I, uh, oh, oh, he kind of blusters. Let's go. As you Let's make go to your the way hill. down the hill. Excellent. You begin your journey outside of Phandalin. Let us, let us take a look at our map here. Our... our area map the sword coast map and we are looking for umbridge hill uh i think a gm overlay umbridge hill luckily uh umbridge hill is uh pretty nearby uh it is just to the southeast the last time uh, you were traveling, it was uh, it, it was quite a it was a, a much further distance at that point uh, to reach the dwarven ex, uh, excavation. Um, this one appears to be only a couple of hours journey. So uh, you travel down the southern road through the hills, just on the northern side of the Sword Mountains, uh, as you make your way uh, to the hill. About an hour uh, after you travel outside of Phandalin, uh, you the road follows a, a cliffside on your on your western on the on the on the eastern side to your to your left as you travel south, and there is a copse of old dead trees to the west, which is to your right as you are traveling down the path. Uh, I need you. So, what is your what is Barandar's passive perception? I can I can actually just look this up. Uh, excellent. You have a passive perception of ten. And do we have a character for uh, your friend? Yes. Uh, he has a passive perception of twelve. Twelve. Okay. As you're making your way, both of you hear this commotion like shh they're coming up the road let's grab them unexpected like and the guy's like you're talking awfully loud for someone that's trying to be sneaky 
Uh, you uh, how many you voices this, do I hear? You hear two voices, uh, both of them uh, speaking in. The, I don't know if you or your or or uh, Bing understand it, uh, but Orcish. Oh yes, I do speak it. All right, yeah. So you hear that in Orcish, uh, and oh. both you and Bing kind of look. You know, Bing kind of looks to you like, uh oh, and he takes two steps back. I motion to Bing. Let me do the talking. <laughs> Bing kind of gives you a nod and, and and holds his hand out, gesturing for you to uh, to go speak with these two. Uh, as you move forward, you see these uh, relatively thin, gnarled trees, and you see two orcs that are trying to hide behind the trees, one of which is holding a branch above his head as camouflage. A branch? A branch. He has broken like a branch off a tree, and he's holding it like in front of his face, but it barely okay, covers his yeah. face at all. So beyond the branch, are, are they holding weapons? Yes, they like, both have... I see them. Uh, one is holding a javelin in his hand. The other is holding a great axe. One is about 10 feet behind the other one. The ho one holding the branch in front of his face is the one with the javelin. So one hand on a branch, another hand on a javelin. Yep. Is the, is the javelin, and does the he guy look with like the he's ready axe. to throw it? Uh, he has it, yeah. He, he, like he's not aiming to throw it, but he definitely has it ready. Uh, the other one is hiding behind a very thin, he's a very fat orc hiding behind a very thin tree. Okay, I'm going to loudly say, Orcs, I see the two of you there hiding behind the trees. Uh, one of them kind of looks at the other one and goes, Bullshit! We're hiding behind the trees! You can't see us at all! No, I see you, fat orc. You're hiding behind a very thin tree. One of you is holding a javelin, and the other one's there holding a battle axe. Uh, the, 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 uh, the thinner one that's got the branch in, in front, holding in front of his face is like, See, I told you that wasn't going to work. That was like... All orcs carry javelins and axes. He could have totally guessed that. And he turns back. You told him you could have just guessed that. I don't think you see us at all. You're holding a stupid branch over your head, orc. Come out now and die soon, or we could ride this out and die later. <laughs> he, goes, he kind of looks, and looks back and goes, well, it is a rather boring conversation. So he steps out. He goes, how about, and he steps out the big, big fat orc with a, uh, holding a great axe in his hand. Uh, and the thinner orc behind him holding the javelin uh, is an interesting juxtaposition of, of you and Bing, right? They're both kind of standing in a, you know, almost a mirror, you know, a mirror pose down the road. They are about 20 feet away from you at this point. The javelin wielder is 30 feet away. Uh, and the one with the axe is, put, put down all of your weapons and valuables and turn back and go back to Fandolin. And, and we'll... We'll, 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 we'll move on with our lives. And no, you'll still no. have yours. Put down my weapons and valuables and go back to Fandolin. I'm afraid that's not going to happen, Orc. Here's what is going to happen. He pouts. He's like, why not? And because I'm in the mood to... What should I say here, Bing? Because, uh, I'm in the mood to hit you with my battle axe. Hit, hit, hit them with your battle axe, sir. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm going to say. I, I'm going to hit you with my battle axe, orc. He kind of turns. He looks at you like one eye wide and looks back to the thin one and says, 
Not if I hit you first! And he rushes forward, axe high. Let us roll for initiative. Oh, and this is a quick uh, thank you to the folks at Roll20 who gave us a preview copy of this adventure in Roll20, uh, including all of the text and tokens and everything else. Uh, so he says, not if I hit you! And before he can finish his words, you are in his face, smashing him in the face yeah. with, a, with an axe. Yeah, so I'm basically going to oh, walk on. up to him as he's saying his, his little battle cry there, and I'm just going to swing my axe at him. Excellent. Uh, I'm swinging that axe two-handed, because I do not have a shield. Okay. And uh, as I swing it, I say, shut your mouth, orc. Nice. I told you this would be fast. We will see. Uh, you you rolled an eight. So... Uh, he he's kind of like standing there holding the axe to one side as he is continuing like his comeback just as your axe swings at his face and he goes whoa there as the axe goes swinging by he manages to step out of the way uh bing what does bing do well bing is gonna cast sacred flame excellent on the javelin wielder or the axe wielder uh, the uh, the one that I, the one that Barundar just... Very good. That's the axe wielder. That's the big fat one. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. I'm going to so try to aim it at his hands. Dexterity saving throw, right? And he rolls an 11 and fails and takes five points of damage. So he, um, the uh, Sacred Flame surrounds him and he goes, Aah! and he's, he's covered in radiant energy, but he's batting it out like it's fire. He's like, ah! And Bing says to him, let us be. <laughs> hmm. Uh, let's have Bing do an intimidation check. Ooh. Uh, that is a charisma. A charisma uh, intimidation. Uh, hmm. So uh, the axe wielder who is batting himself is not too shaken, but you look and the javelin wielder is a little shaken by this. Like he he kind of is like, you know, looking back and forth, and you know the javelin is wiggling in his hand. The javelin has sort of a, uh, it has a little bit of wiggle to it, and you can see it kind of vibrating in his hand. Uh, the uh, bolsterous orc uh, finishes. You know, he, he comes back. He's like, "I, you interrupted my comeback!" And he swings a battle axe, great big jagged battle axe, at your head uh, with a thirteen oh. versus AC. I have a 16 AC, my oh, friend. Oh, right. Uh, it uh, swings, and you feel its powerful blow as it glances off one of your uh, uh, one of the, the pauldrons of your armor. Uh, the javelin wielder, uh, he kind of backs up. Let's see. Yeah, he backs up to about 20 feet away from you, and he hurls his javelin, but he is shaken up enough by Bing's calm statement of, like, you should just, what did he say? Oh, said you should just—I uh, don't—I don't remember. You should Something just back like, off. You should you just should... back off. And he said it so calmly yeah. that the, yes, the, the orc in the rear was like, oh, "Maybe you know these guys are hard calibers, right? Normally they should be—they should be pissing themselves." And instead, so he has disadvantage, and he rolls a six as he hurls a javelin towards you. He's afraid of Bing, um, especially after the sacred flame. Uh, but he throws it at you, and it goes like way wide. Like it, it as it as he throws it, it sort of turns sideways and sort of flies by you, almost end over end. 
and rather than point first. So Barundar looks at Bing and arches his eyebrow, like almost in surprise, um, at Bing's uh, yep. at Bing's abilities, right? And, and his just, calm demeanor and abilities. Bing just shrugs, right, as he yeah. as he's want to do. And Barundar sort of swings his axe about and takes a swing at the orc in front of him. Excellent. And this time I promise not to be so gentle. <laughs> Boom. Oh, 23. So this is the, the, so when the, when the, uh, when the thinner orc threw his javelin and it sort of turned end over end as it went by, the, the fatter orc kind of turned and looked at him and he's like, what the F? And that's when <laughs> your axe comes whirling in and hits him for eight points of damage. Yes. Is that right? Uh, it is a sound blow. And, ah! As it cuts deep into his side, he kind of stumbles backward, um, nearly, nearly uh, dead, blood pouring from the wound. And it is Bing's turn. Bing looks like at the uh, javelin thrower mm-hmm. and does kind of a, a little... A little motion with his finger. He's almost like teasing him like, you're next. Ooh, okay. Uh, let me get another charisma intimidation check. <laughs> Five. All right. This time, <laughs> the other one, he doesn't seem quite as, quite as taken back, and he uh, brings up his next javelin, and he gives it a, a good shake, and he definitely looks like he's... Uh, you know, he's, 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 he's ready for action. Okay, well, I'm going to sacred flame him, see how ready he is. All right, he, uh, not so ready with his 11. Two points of radiant. Uh, this is on the javelin wielder? Yes, sir. All right, he takes two points of damage. Uh, ah, he goes, oh, and he too, like, pats it out, and these small glowing butterflies sort of float off of him. He's like, ah, ah, <laughs> right, trying to, trying to blow the radiant butterflies off of himself. Uh, and I tell him, I tell him, take that as a warning. There's more where that came from. Hmm. He kind of, oh, he kind of looks at you. Uh, the axe wielder, after this suffering, this vicious blow... Uh, instead of becoming like broken by this, he looks up at you and he, all of his bluster is gone and all that's left is like orcish rage. You know, you just see this ferocity and he goes, and he swings his huge battle axe over his head and hits with an 18 oh, as yes. this axe slams into you and inflicts seven points of slashing damage. Oh, and he smiles at you as blood trickles from his lip. Gotcha, he says. Uh, the javin- javelin wielder hurls a javelin. Uh, he kind of moves around. So is um, Bing is behind Berendar? Yes. Uh, so the javelin wielder kind of moves up about 10 feet so that he can get within range of, um, of uh, uh, Bing. And then he hurls uh, his javelin towards Bing and rolls a 7 Again, the javelin hits a tree and sticks in it. He is now out of javelins as he has hurled the two that he was carrying. And he reaches and he 
uh, drags out uh, a uh, a long sword in his hand. I'm sorry, short sword, like a jagged short sword. Right. Uh, and it is your turn. The one who hit you, the fat one, is badly wounded. So Bono's going to try to take him out. All right. Oh! Wow. Uh, so as you stand toe-to-toe with this battle axe, this great axe-wielding orc, uh, your blade comes in. Describe your killing blow. So Barundar takes the axe two-handed. I'm going to eat a cookie. And yet grabs it with one hand, swings it around over his head, does a spin move, and slashes the hell out of that orc, almost cuts him in half. Oh, this gash of blood and is as, spraying out. It, hits, yeah. it, it, and it kind the, of covers you, right? As and, the orc falls in half, he says, that's how you do it, Bing. <laughs> you turn With around. style and grace. And Bing has these droplets of orc blood spattered all over his face, and his eyes are just wide as he looks at the eviscerated orc and back to you. Uh, the other orc uh, has to make a intelligence check not to flee from the horror. He rolls a 13. I'll go ahead and make a um, charisma uh, charisma intimidation check, if you would. Who, Barundar? The one that eviscerated the guy. Make it with advantage because you just really hurt an orc. A- yes, you, you a- rolled very well. And uh, the javelin wielder uh, looks at his short sword and looks at you guys, and he uh, turns around to flee. He kind of throws the sword into the brush and turns around and runs. And he says, uh, forget this, he says in, in, in Orcish. I'm going to go join those others at Butterskull Ranch. And he flees. <laughs> That's what we call uh, subtle foreshadowing, by the way. So you stand there. Bing, Bing looks at you. He looks down at the dead, eviscerated orc. Uh, he sees the one running away, and he's like, are, are we going to chase him or just let him go? I'm, I'm perfectly no, happy. No, we're going to let him go, Bing. He says, that's probably wise. Let him go. That one has spirit. Okay, Bing. Sure. Um, Chuck. Ch- Shall we? He he pulls out a rather dainty cloth and dabs at the blood all over his face, uh, which just kind of smears it around a lot, right? And he just sort of has these large bloody orc smears. He goes, "Did I get it all?" You have one spot here on your over your eyebrow, Bing. He goes, "Oh, ah," and he wipes away at the eyebrow. He goes, "And it's the wrong eyebrow, right?" And he's, "Did I did I get it?" Sure, Bing. Because excellent, Bing. Thank did you. you see my dance when I swung my axe? I did. That's Quite a impressive, Bing. Very impressive. I'll, I'll have to. With me, you learn things. I will have to. Uh, I'll have to remember that one. Uh, shall we? Shall we continue? Yes. Let's go to this hill and find this uh, midwife. Excellent. Uh, it is only a uh, few hours more uh, when you're uh, like two or three hours more when you reach. When you reach Umbridge Hill, built on the slope of Umbridge Hill is an old stone windmill surrounded by an iron fence. A large winged monster with a spiky tail is trying to knock down the windmill's front door. A woman appears in a second floor window uh, and waves at you and yells, Ah, uh, a little help? 
and um, your 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 friend Bing kind of looks and goes, "What is that?" Do I recognize the monster? Uh, if you would both give me, uh, if both Bing and you would please roll a wisdom uh, nature check for me. You could also replace that with survival if you wanted to. So I rolled a 13 um, uh, for Barundar, and and he rolls a, Bing rolls a 8. That is what it looks like. And you recognize it. As you look at it, you remember in your old book, Barundar's like, it must be a demon, some kind of flying demon. And you remember the folk tales uh, that were told to you about the manticore. Uh, one thing you remember, one notice is that the windmill is riddled with manticore spines that are stuck into it like large iron spikes. Uh, and as oh. you watch, the manticore sort of flies by and hurls a volley of three of these spikes into the door. Um, looking at the manticore's tail, it looks like it doesn't have many spikes left. Bing! He looks at you and with wide eyes. Is that a demon? It's no demon, Bing. It's a manticore. Is is that a demon? Well, it's a manticore, Bing. Oh, um, okay. But we're here to warn this woman about dragons, not manticores, and we're certainly not here to fight for one of these things. Well, what did you run up to the What did you run up to the windmill and tell her about the dragon? She asked and, for help. Shouldn't we help her? Bing. Yeah. Yes, sir. Do you think we could take that thing on and live to tell the tale? I, I, I don't know. But I think we should help her one way or the other. Um, can I have, if, if two of you would give me stealth checks, and please keep in mind that those wearing metal armor makes it at disadvantage. Bravery. If you want to succeed, you have to take risks is my ideal. You know what? Hmm. In retrospect, he listens to Bing's uh, we need to help this woman um, statement and says, you know what, Bing? You're absolutely right. So you I'm guys, sure. yeah, so you guys are coming from the uh, south. I'm sorry, from the north, right? So uh, as you look up on the hill, you see that the manticore is sitting in the ruins of a building on the southeastern side of the tower. That is our manticore. Uh... How big is that thing? A medium or a large creature? Like how big is it compared to my dwarf? Like Barundar looks at it and yeah, it is definitely large. A lot large, right? A yeah. lot taller than me. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so so as soon as you kind of switch, you you start off by saying like, wait a minute, uh, isn't that uh, you know like I don't know if we it's like our job is to tell them, and then you you remember like, wait a minute, no. Yeah. Right, like we need to get in there, and that, that's ex exactly the moment when Bing is like, "Well, are are you sure?" Like, so you almost so had I'm gonna me do convinced. Two I'm gonna do two things. I'm gonna ask Bing. Bing, do that thing where you touch me, and I feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. And he does so. Is that cure? And then the other thing I'm the other thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pull out my grandfather's uh, chainmail piece, the chain. Mm -hmm. That has a protection. What was the uh, the charm it had? 
Oh, you notice that the charm on there seems to have dimmed as though you have drawn what power it had and doesn't what? have it anymore. It seemed to be oh. a, a, a one-shot item. And it just so happens I used it that one time at the Dwarven Excavation. Yep. The perfect yeah. time. Okay, Bing. Wish me luck. He's like, uh, can good I, luck? Can I make a... Let me ask you a question. Yep. Can I make a check to see if I remember if manticores are intelligent or if they speak or are these like um, just animals that... So you, you, you kind of ask that to Bing. You're like, do you think this animal speaks? He goes, give me some of those healing potions, old woman. It yells at the door. And she's like, I'm, I'm 27. He's like, well, and... <laughs> In this day and age, you never know. Life expectancy isn't what it used to be. She's had a rough life, Bing. Don't judge her. Oh, Bing is like, what? No, it was the manticore that was saying that. Oh, the manticore. The manticore was yelling oh, at the, the old Oh, the manticore woman. was asking for healing potions. The, the manticore was asking for healing potions. Oh. I thought it was Bing. I'm sorry. Nope. And she says I'm 27? Yeah. Oh. The the she is appears to be insulted by the manticore. Uh, you kind of as you as you kind of pull out the device to kind of look at it and draw the power that you weren't able to draw. Uh, your armor creaks and the manticore comes whirling around, looking at you. And goes, "The hell are you?" Damn it, Bing! And it 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 stand it kind of rides up on its back legs and its wings flap about. He goes, "Go away!" And he waves his spiked tail back and forth. I'm here to make you a deal, creature. It, it kind of narrows its eyes. like, you came all the way out here to make a deal with me? How did you even know I was here? No, no, no. I came out here to make to talk to this woman, but now that I see that she's in, um, in some serious uh, trouble here with you, I'm here to make a deal with you so, regarding this woman. So this deal that you're talking about, that's more of a... Uh, uh, that deal that you're talking about, that's more of an impulse thing. You just sort of came up with this right now. Well, yes. Yeah. Well, kind of. Yes. But no, but but not really. I mean, I you know, I, I figured I'd have to help with something. I, do you do you listen, like keep listen. deals hanging around? Like you have some default deals just in case situations like this occur. Listen, Manticore. What? Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take this woman back to town with me, and you can have the run of the windmill. Including all our healing potions? Um, yes. The woman kind of pokes her head through and she goes, I'm not giving that thing all my healing potions! And he's like, well, give me your healing die, potions! She's well, like, then you're going to die. Man. Come on, there's got to be some better deal than me losing all my healing potions! We'll go back to town, I'm getting good coin for this. How much do these potions cost? They're 50 gold pieces each! Oh, that is a lot. How, how many do you have? Uh, hang on, I gotta, I gotta check the stock. Give me a second. Uh, don't say it loud enough for the thing to hear you. Just, ugh. Uh, Listen, and Manticore. she looks back in her. Uh, she looks at. It, she goes six. I have six. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to say, was I? Bang! What's six times five? He's like, uh, three hundred and fifty, sir. Three hundred and fifty gold, right? Uh, I think so. It's, uh, 725 Electrum. Stop confusing me, Bing. Sorry. Listen, Manticore. 
We'll give you two gold pieces. We'll give you two uh, healing potions. And Garshnax! What? My name's Garshnax, not Manticore. Garshnax. Nax. Nax with an X. Garshnax. Garshnax. Okay. Garshnax. What? Well, since we're on a first name basis, I'm Barundar, son of Dorn. That's not first name. That's like four names. No, Dorn's my father's name. What is son of? That's not two different middle names? That's just kind of a thing I, I, I say to let you know that Dorn isn't part of my name. It's, it's just to describe what... Listen, Barnax. <laughs> Gosh. I'm going to give you two potions and you're going to let this woman go. He looks at you and he looks up at her and he's like, why, why don't I just kill all of you and take all the potions? Well, and he looks, you look, and he looks down at his side, and, and Bing looks at him, he goes, I think he's wounded. And he does definitely because you're wounded. facing his, I'm not, it's, it's fine, it's a scratch. And he's clearly limping badly Plus you're on out his of spines on your, you, you've wasted all your spines on your tail on this, uh, it's, on I've this got two, minute. I've got two left, and there are two of you. One each in your eye, and I'm done. And then I get all four, four healing potions. What do you need so many healing potions for? Because I'm in pain. I mean, reasons. No, but but Bing here can uh, touch you and make you feel really good. That's that's creepy. <laughs> well, I know, but it's what he does. <laughs> Bing's like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> just let me talk bing let me do the talking <laughs> he's like, he looks he's like this conversation got really weird okay okay ambrax tell you what what do you like games do i like what games games sure we'll flip a coin heads you let me leave with the woman and you take two healing potions with you Tails, and we fight this out. <laughs> he looks at you and goes, three healing potions, and if I win, I get four healing potions. She's like, I'm not giving up four healing potions at 200 gold pieces. Miss, you have no say in this matter, really. It's like, You're it's my big. place. You're all trespassing as far as I'm concerned. I'm the Billy, only one. It's time for us to go. He's like, well, she she's still in quite space. He goes, three, three healing potions, Max. She doesn't want to be helped, Bing. She's being difficult. They're okay, expensive. Uh, we'll work. Uh, what do I do, Bing? He says, I think I think you're going pretty well with the game. Maybe maybe offer him two healing potions if he. If he uh, fails, and four if he succeeds? Manticore? What? I'll, my Garshnags. Harshnags. Garshnags. Harshnags. Sex. Harsh. Harshnag. <sighs> you. My friend here will heal you at the expense of one of those healing potions. So you take two healing potions and my friend's magical healing powers here. 
He looks at you, kind of narrows his eyes. He looks up at the woman. The woman kind of glares back, but she's like, I could do that. Then I think we've settled this without any violence. All right. Come over here, you little guy. Bing, do as he says. Uh, Bing, Bing kind of goes over and uh, lays hands upon the manticore and casts what? Uh, cure wounds? Yes. All right. Uh, will you roll the cure wounds amount for me? I will. Six points. Six points. Uh, he goes, oh, it feels a little better. You look, it is like a big gash along one side. So Bing wants to be kind to the manticore and says, what happened? Who hurt you? Uh, the manticore says, I was in the mountains and I got involved in a scrape with a dragon. Like literally a scrape. Do you see the scrape? And there's a large draconic slash along the manticore's flank. So Bing asks, was it a white dragon? It was. I, I, so and then this is the manticore talking. Uh, the Manticore says, uh, I, was, I was hunting along the mountains when I saw a group of orcs making their way out of the mountains. I thought I would eat some of them, but then I thought, hmm, I wonder what they're, why they're coming down. So I followed their path up, and I saw a white dragon nearby, and I saw it a little too late, and it flew by and scraped me with its terrible claw, at which point I fled. We will perhaps help with that dragon one day. I can't promise you anything, but... He looks at you and he, share looks, at, a, he looks at Bing and he looks back and he goes, Good luck with that. We share a common enemy. He kind of looks and he goes, the, old, the woman? The old woman? No, no, no. Well, she's 27 in human years, which oh. isn't too old. But the dragon. The I dragon. can't really tell. She's like... She kind of comes out of the door and she has a pair of healing potions and small vials and she sets them out to the manticore. She goes, who's going to pay for all the damage? Oh, no, that 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 miss you. You're going to have to deal with on your own. I apologize oh. for that. She looks at it's she not, pulls that's not really my problem. She pulls one of the spines out from the door. That's this large, like six inch curved spike. And she looks at it and kind of tosses it to the side and kind of glares at the manticore. Uh, the manticore, uh, with one bite, uh, bites up the two healing potions and crunches down on the glass uh, and chews it. And it's like, ugh, ugh. Uh, and then the wound heals up a little more. He goes, well, that's a little better. I better not see any of you around again. I'm supposed to say things like that. Uh, oh, that's Okay. Uh, uh, the the manticore sure. uh, gives kind of one last glare and uh, takes to wing and flies off into the distance. Uh, the woman uh, comes by. Uh, she and she says her name was um, uh, Adabra Gwyn is her name. She goes, well, I suppose I should thank you for routing off that uh, that manticore, but it did cost me fifty gold pieces. This could have ended badly, miss. I suppose you're right. Well, here you go. Why don't you each have a healing potion for yourselves? And she gives... Oh, thank you, but... I was, I was prepared oh. to give up to four, and since I only had to give up two, and since you cast your own healing spells, you might as well have these. Thank you, miss. Our 
intention is to take you back to Fandolin. I'm not going back to Fandolin. No, you see, if you don't come back with us, we don't get paid. What do you mean I don't get paid? Why you? <laughs> well, you did this for money. No, no, no. Uh, I don't get paid for uh, uh, thing. What? No, of he course we didn't do this for money. That's ridiculous. We did this because we're heroes. Well then, sounds like you've done a good job. You routed a manticore. You're not, well, you're not safe here. Oh, I'm safe enough here. Look, we just got rid of a manticore. This place is falling apart, miss. It's always been a bit of a fixer-upper. I'll be fine. I'll tell you what. I'll write you a note that says you did your best to try to bring me back to Fan to Fandolin. And that all is well here, and I'm perfectly safe. Bing? Bing. Bing. Well, what else are we going to do? Knock her on the head and drag her back there? Is that an option? He's like, no, that's not an option. It's a terrible thing to do. I, I suppose the note will do, miss. She, she kind of takes out a piece of paper, and she writes, all is well here at Umbridge Hill. Don't need any help. Uh, I have a storm cellar that I'll hide in if the dragon comes. Signed, Adabra Gwyn, and hands you the note. That should serve, I hope. He, uh, Barundar, tucks it in his pocket or in his pouch. Well, I, uh, I suppose I wish you a good day, ma'am. You suppose you wish me a good day? Well, I mean, I actually do wish you a good day. Uh, yes. A wrong choice of words. But... Mm. Bing, I think it's time for us to go. Bing, said, Bing, Bing looks at you and gives a nod. and Probably so. Good day, madame. And she nods. Uh, she kind of heads back. You see her, and she's trying to close the door, and the door won't sit right because these spikes have, like, set it off kilter. Uh, she eventually manages to, like, sort of lift it in place and stick it back in place uh, and heads back into Umbridge Hill as the two of you uh, begin to make your trek back down the hill uh, and t returning to Fandolin. Bang, something tells me we haven't seen the last of Miss Adabra. He, he kind of likes that perhaps that is true. Uh, you make your way uh, back to Fandolin. Uh, it is dusk by the time you arrive. You already hear some fine music playing at the, at the inn. I learned something here today, Bing. This, what's that, sir? Manticore speak. Yes, I did not know that. Indeed they do. It's a lesson I'll take with me, Bing. There's a nice picture of Fandolin. Uh, you return to Fandolin. Uh, so the Stonehill Inn. Uh, music is playing from the Stonehill Inn. Uh, and you see a thin man who is hammering uh, a couple of new notices on the board. Uh, he kind of turns around and looks at you and he goes, Ooh! and he starts uh, running uh, back towards uh, Harbin, to, towards the southeastern, towards Harbin Wester's home. Cannot be bothered, I'm very busy, he says. Uh, Let's see what else is going on in town. He kind of shrugs to you. He says, well, we could go to the, the Coster or the Miner's Exchange. The provisions, if we need any provisions. I'm rather tired, though. We've had quite a day. I think we should take a nap. Shall we go to the inn? 
Yes, we shall. All right. You head to the inn, and your two friends from the uh, dwarven excavation are there. They're like, hey, how's the hand? I mean, I suppose I have to speak with them because they're dwarves, but they really weren't very brave. Oh, the hand is fine, friends. How are you? Miraculous. Oh, good. We're uh, just getting into our cups. I'm sorry, into your what? Into our cups, you know, drinking. Oh. I've never used that terminology before. Well, you know, around here we try out new things. I suppose we do. Um, may I sit at your table? Please! Nothing like having a nice hero here at our table. So I sit... We've heard some interesting hey, rumors. Right. Oh. Like... Well, uh, Andy, he, um, uh, why don't you roll for me a uh, 1d6? Uh, three. A three. Uh, strange magic pervades the Neverwinter Wood, confounding navigators and obscuring the ancient ruins of bygone kingdoms in its depths. They both <laughs> nod at you like that should mean something. Right. Huh? And I'm looking at them waiting. I'm looking at them waiting for. A and the two of them like hit each sentence. other and are like nodding and winking to each other and winking to you like, huh? Yeah. I feel like there's something missing from this. No. And they both kind of like keep quiet and they look around and be like, we need to keep some of this information to ourselves. Bygone kingdoms. And they both nod. Oh, so I look at him and I go like this. Right, right. And one of them gives you like a little punch on the shoulder. Like, yeah. And they look around. And I, I rub my beard and I say, bygone kingdoms. Bygone eh? kingdoms. Hmm. Yeah. Never uh, woods. Uh, what do you do with the note that you received from Adabra? Oh. Well, I was supposed to give it to the man who was running away from the uh, job board. Yes. Uh, he ran away. What's the, yeah, are you going to head to his place or spend the night in the inn? It is now no, dark. I'll spend the night in the inn. No, good. I'll go over in the morning. Okay. Uh, as you awaken the following morning, refreshed, uh, you feel like you have gained new experiences on the road. You have reached level three. Very well. Uh, you wake up the following day. You are refreshed. Uh, as you go out to collect your reward from the elusive uh, town mayor, uh, you notice there are three new quests on the quest board, and the old ones are now missing. Hmm. These include uh, the following, the, and you can see them in your shared window if you have that up. Uh, Butterskull Ranch quests. Orcs have attacked Butterskull Ranch. Five miles east of Conneberry, along the Tribor Trail. Travel there with haste, assess the damage, and help any way you can. Alphonse Kelazorn, the ranch owner, is a retired sheriff who can reward your efforts. If he's dead, return to Townmaster Harbin Wester with proof of Kelazorn's demise to receive a reward of 100 gold pieces. The Logger's Camp Quest, deep in Neverwinter Wood, which you know has elusive... Uh, hidden uh, treasures. What was yep. it? Old hidden empires? Old hidden empires and yep. whatnot. Deep in Neverwinter Wood, <laughs> along the river that flows west towards Neverwinter, is a logging camp. 
Every two months, Fandolin delivers fresh supplies to the camp, which is run by the half-brother of Fandolin's townmaster, Harbin Wester, Barthen. Barthen, the local provisioner, has prepared a new delivery. He needs someone to bear the supplies safely to camp. Return to Harbin Wester with a notice of delivery signed by his half-brother, Tybor Wester, to claim your reward of 100 gold pieces. And the final one is Mountain's Toe Quest. The Mountain's Toe gold mine lies 15 miles northeast of Fandolin. The new overseer, Don John Raskin, just made the trip from Neverwinter to Fandolin and needs to be escorted to the mine. There's no telling what dangers lie between here and there. Once you deliver Raskin safe and sound, return to Townmaster Harbin Wester to collect a reward. You look over and uh, your friend Bing is like, huh? 100 gold? Bing, do any of these tickle your fancy? He kind of looks and goes, I don't know. I think it's up to you, boss. Well. Which one grabs you? I think the new overseer of the gold mine, Don John, yeah. might need help being escorted. All right. I like mines, Bing. I'm a dwarf. Mines are good. I can I can deal with myself a mine, especially gold mines. So I rip the quest off the job board. That guy comes back and is like, hey! You never did put back those other ones that you tore off last time, the ones you were making copies of. Hello, friend. He goes, hello! And he waves and then continues to walk along. Apparently forgetting we're immediately. Gonna go to the mountains, we're going to go to the mountains, uh, Togold Mine. Should we, uh, should we get our 50 gold from, the, from Torben Wester? Harbin Wester? Why are you assuming I forgot, Bing? Because uh, you just said we were going to go off to the mine. <sighs> yes, yes. Let's go get our 50 gold, Bing. All right. Uh, you go over to Harbin Wester's manor, uh, knock on the door, and he says, Go away! There's a dragon about! Uh, you owe us 50 gold pieces. Why? Because we went to talk to that woman at Umbridge Hill. Oh, is she back? Well, not exactly. She sent a is note. Is that a, a, a Dabra? Yes. She, she sent, sent a note saying... What? Yes. A note? She, she. Well, she sent a note saying she'll be okay. Uh, I have a question for you. She has a storm cellar, you see, and she's going to go in there. Is, uh, is she the note? Well, she wrote the note. She wrote the note, but she isn't the note herself, is she? Well, she did not turn into a note. Right, no. so then she's not actually returned to Fandolin, is that right? Well, I mean, if you, I mean, if you want to get specific, but she sent the note saying she'll be fine. It should be good enough for your purposes. He sighs, he goes, well, slide the note under the door. I slide the door, the note under the door. So as you're like halfway sliding under, it like zips in real quick, like he was just ready to grab it. And he finally says, all right, all right here you go. And with like painful slowness, each gold coin comes flicking out from underneath the door, sort of sliding down 
the cobblestone path that leads to his front door, some of them into the grass. Oh, for the love of Morden. <laughs> you turn around and Bing is like on his knees scrambling around trying to grab all of the gold coins. Bing, make sure you get them all. He's like, I've got 24 of them. I can't find the last one. Wait, wasn't it 50? Uh, no, it was 25 to uh, bring her back. It was 50 for the Nomengard thing, but I don't know if that's still good anymore. I don't care about Nomengard anymore! <laughs> you, hear from, you hear from the door. <laughs> I'm not paying that anymore! We're missing a coin, friend. Well, that's not my fault, is it? Well, you've been sliding them down the path. Well, yeah. Not opening the door. This is all very bizarre. Oh, I look around. Do I see that missing coin? You do. You find it. It was under your boot the whole time. And, and Let, Bing, go. Bing is like, oh, for, you know, I've been looking around and it's under your boot. Uh, you slid it under my boot, Bing. He's <laughs> like, I didn't slide it under your boot. Let's go, Bing. He goes, okay. Let's yeah, go find yeah. this. Yes, sir. Let's go find this Don John. Don John. Let us find Don John. Northeast of Fandolin. 15 uh, miles. Uh, as you go back towards the Stone Hill Inn, as you're making your way back, you hear like a big blustering like laugh, like, ha ha, it's just a dragon. That A white dragon's got nothing on that green dragon that's hanging out in the misty forest. Now there's a dragon. Or those other dragons that were seen flying over the, the desert to the south. Those were some dragons, I tell you. Uh, and as you kind of open the door, you see this huge big bearded man uh that's kind of standing near one of the things he goes but apparently none of you cowards will go with me just to make my way back to the back to the mine that's all i'm looking for hey hello there he says as he looks you over <laughs> you look like adventurers tell me more about this green dragon there's a cloganathar i think a what? I'm trying to remember its name. I don't care about his name. Tell me what happened. Well, it breathed on people. And, uh... On you? No, no, no. Do I look like I've been breathed on by a big dragon? What was no, its name? Well. Hang on, I have to Google it. I don't know what that is, friend, but uh, there's Charles? a white dragon in the area. Charlfax, I think its name was. Yes. Charlfax, something like that. Uh, listen. What? Uh, let me Sorry. I'm, there's a, green, there's a white dragon since, in the area. I've been drinking since 8 a.m. Well, then that's why we're talking about green dragons. Mm -hmm. There's a white dragon in the area. Very oh. dangerous. Well, my friend and I here have already not as dragons, My friend and I here have already faced it once. Huh. We managed you to face it away. You sent it away? Yes. Wow. You're the we perfect also, people to help me with my quest. We also fought a manticore. You did? Well, was, kind of. You must be powerful adventurers. We are. How would you uh how'd you like to get involved in the, the gold trade? What does that mean? It means escorting me to the the mountain's toe gold mine. I need an escort. I'd go by myself, but, you know, 
Someone's got to carry my shit. Isn't that where we're headed, Bing? He goes, I think this is the man we're supposed to meet. This is Don John oh. Raskin. Are you Don John? I am. Oh, well, Don John. Pleasure to meet you. I am Barundor. This is my companion, Bing. A pleasure. And, well, we're ready to escort you wherever it is you need to go in the mine. All right. Well, it's early morning. I've already had my couple of drinks to wake me up. What do you say we start heading out? It's about 15 miles from here. It'll probably be, uh, uh, we could probably get there right around sunset. 15 miles to the northeast. Is that right? I don't have my map in front of me. Where's the map? I lost my map. I got all my Umbridge Hill maps and stuff. Lost my other map. I'll find it. I'll find it here. All right, then. Well, shall uh, shall we begin? Do you need to pick anything up before you go? Um, now, this, uh, you're ready to pay 100 gold coin, correct? Sure. That's nothing compared to the, yeah. That's compared what? I'll, nothing. Compared to no. 200 gold, I suppose. I, I mean, you were clearly about to say something and you stopped yourself. I, 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 no, I was done. I heard it, Bing. Didn't you hear it? Uh, he's like, I, I heard something. He said something, yes. Yeah. Let's go to this mine, Bing. Something tells me there's treasure to be found there. Where is the mine on my map here? Why can't I find it? Butterskull Ranch, Logger's Camp, Dragon... Don't look at some of these. God, there it is. Yeah, it's northeast. Is that what you said? Northeast of Fandolin? Yes, I did. All right. Yeah, we just follow. It's easy. We follow the hills and the ice spire and ice in the mountains, the sword mountains, and uh, we'll come right up to it. All right. It'll take us, yeah, a couple, you know, we'll get there late tonight if we're, if we're fast at it. Friend, if we run into trouble, let me do the talking. Yeah, I'm good at letting other people do talking. Uh, you so begin. Bing. Bing says, I'm not sure he's actually good at talking. Not talking. I don't know that I... <laughs> not sure I trust him on that. Uh, you uh, make your way traveling to the mine. Uh, see, you to leave it on. You get right before sunset. Uh, about five miles out from the mine, you see the following. A low ridge... Uh, rises to your right, beyond which you see the sword mountains scrape the gray sky. But closer in, something is strewn across the rocky ground 90 feet ahead. Well, ain't that something, says Don John, pointing to what appears to be six dead orcs. Look at that! There! Dead orcs! (laughs) Yes, look at that. Dead orcs. Huh? Do they look like the ones I fought? Uh, one of them does. You see that orc there? there? And he's he's caught. He goes, <coughs> and he's kind of uh, you know leaning. He's like, oh, he's alive. He's alive. The one, the javelin thrower. I tell Don John, you see that orc lying there on the floor, coughing up blood. He's like, yeah. I did a number on that guy. You did. And what? He got all the way here. Let me go talk to him. 
uh, you go over and he's like, he, he kind of turns and he's like, oh, crap. It's you again. Uh, I speak to him in Orcish. Escúchame, Orco. Quiero hablar contigo sobre algo que está pasando aquí. Karashnaka. I, so I ask him in uh, Orcish, what uh, what happened? He kind of looks at you and he, he points over and you see two of these, cr- they look like large pieces of dirty ice with covered in like blood, right? And it's this pile of them. And he says, look at those and look at these. And you see these two eviscerated orcs that have been torn asunder. And look at that one, and you see just like that one, he, that's all that's left of our of our captain over there. And you see just one mangled leg and part of a hip that's been sundered. It goes, dragon. It flew in here, breathed on those two, and froze them solid. Slashed these two and bit that one and flew off. Scraped me and left me for dead. A white dragon? A white dragon. It must be the one we saw. Uh, Bing is like, well, I sure hope so. Unless there's two. Donchon's like, are you sure it wasn't a big green dragon? And the, the, the orc kind of shakes his head. He's like, huh, how about that? <laughs> what do you make of that, huh? And he goes over and he picks up. He's like moving the leg of the the, the eviscerated leg. Don John, I asked you to let me do the talking. Sorry. I suspect it's the same white dragon Bing and I fought earlier this week. I'm sorry. Am I supposed to talk now or not? Am I supposed to not talk? You can talk. Okay. I got confused because before you said not to. No, because there's dramatic moments here, Don John, when I do my speaking and you just sort of wait for me to finish and then you could chime in. All right, gotcha. You could chime in now. I could chime in? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Go for it. Okay, then just sit tight. Yeah. Bing and I fought a white dragon earlier this week. I suspect it's the same one that ambushed you and your orcish friends. You're talking to the orc? Yes. Yeah, the orc's like... Well, he didn't appear to be particularly wounded. Are you sure you hit him? Well, he probably healed. Those dragons can heal themselves and whatnot. Um, I guess the question here is, what do you want us to do now, Orc? I guess, well, do you happen to have a healing potion on you? To waste it on you? You tried to kill me yesterday. Well, that was yesterday. I mean, now I'm in need. Bing looks at you and is like, hmm. Mm. You know what? I toss him a healing potion. All right. He, goes, he looks at you and he looks surprised, like, "Holy cow, that worked!" And he, I feel bad for you. It's like he, he pops the cork off and he drinks it. Oh, and it kind of goes, and you see his wound sort of closes up and sizzles, and he goes, "Ah!" Oh. And he kind of looks at you, and he looks over at, at Bing, and he looks over at the other one. He goes, "Thanks for that. I I just want you to know I really appreciate that." Uh, okay, you're welcome. <laughs> go on, go on. All right. He's like, all right, I won't forget. I won't forget this kindness that you have done for me. Mm. Don't spread it around either. Don't tell too many people. 
All right. Keep it between the four of us. I'm just going to head off now, okay? Go on. All right. Good luck. He starts to walk away. And then you hear, you hear as he's walking away, he goes, Here you go, you bastard! And he hurls a javelin at you. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and he rolls a 16. Oh, come on. So That's my armor class. He hits you with a 20. That goes, son of a bitch. Gotcha! Gotcha, you bastard! That's right. Oh no, I'm running up. No, I'm running up. Kill the other one. Kill my friend. Uh, he hits no, you for I'm six. Up the... He hits you for six points of damage. Oh no. Uh, you can chase after him. Big's like, oh, that was yeah, unexpected. Yeah, I'm gonna chase after him. Excellent. Uh, you you were able to run up to him. He's like, oh, and he tries to move away. What did you get? I, I don't have uh, Beyond. I think I missed. I, I rolled a... Is it the one on the left or the one on the right? It is the one on the left. No, then I, I rolled a nine. Yeah. He's like, ha, ha, ha. What does... Uh, so Don John is like, what? Wow. What's going on? And he seems confused. Um, Bing, what does Bing do? Uh... Bing's going to cast Sacred Flame. Uh, uh, eight radiant damage. Oh, so it hits him. He goes, ah, as the radiant energy and the butterflies sort of swirl around him. And he's trying to swat them all away. But they're flying away. And he goes, ah, ah, ah. And he kind of falls down into a pile as they sear his skin. And he dies. Thank you, Bing. Because I don't think that was a healing potion well spent. Uh, however, you have a kind heart, and that itself is a great reward. Don't get philosophical on me, Bing. We have Sorry. a job to do. I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> As I'm supposed to. Uh, so I sort of... I, I sort of... Dust myself off, a little embarrassed about what just happened. Uh, Don John is like, so are we going to get going or what? That was that was weird. Is Don John human? Uh, he is. He's a great big, great big bolstering human. Yes, let's get going. Uh, let's get going, Don John. Uh, all right. Let's see. Do I have the right... Uh... Along the way, I want to make small talk and find out why they named him Don John. He goes, well, my, uh, my mom was named Don, for Donatella, and, <laughs> and my father was named John, and so they just mashed the two of them together, I guess. It's very clever. Well, it is what it is. I was almost named Baroon Dorn. How, how did you get Baroon Dar? Well, my mother was uh, Baru. All right, yeah. My father was Dorn. Yeah. I was born that we're going to name me Baroon Dorn. Right. But the registry there at the Hall of Dwarves uh, screwed up and they named me Baroon Dar, and that's just sort of stuck. Just, it just came there, huh? Yeah. Hmm. By the way, yeah. I've never actually been to this mine. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to look carefully for it. Wait, what? What? I didn't say I'd been here before. 
Oh, brother. Ben, keep your eyes open. I also don't. Uh, I also don't know about uh, what's in it. It's kind of what we need you here for. I suspect my dwarven expertise will come into play. Mm. Hidden among bushes, a tunnel burrows into the front of a soaring, snow-capped mountain. Above the mouth of the tunnel, tunnel is a wooden plank with the words "Mountain's Toe" carved it into common. Uh, Don Don John. Uh, he's like, well, uh, I suppose we should head in. I suppose we shall. Uh, let me warn you, Don John. By the way, uh, my, face... my job here is to kind of keep things, uh, keep things going. That this, this mine is supposed to be putting money back into Neverwinter and by a consortium that I work for. And, uh, it hasn't, uh, hasn't been working out. We haven't actually seen anything here in a while. Does this guy have any weapons on him? Why would I need weapons? Well, I'm not asking him. I'm looking at him. Uh, you look at him, and he uh, he appears to have a dagger on one boot, uh, and he's got a sling that he used for vermins. I've got a, I've got a, a picture. sling. I got a picture of him, by the way. Is that Don John? That's Don John. He looks like Crocodile Dundee. He does. I'm an explorer. That's what I wear. <laughs> By the way, this hat, just for the record, this hat had those teeth on it when I bought it. <laughs> Listen, Don John. Let you do the things talking. Make, things, well, yes. But I, heard that, make I know that lesson. Uh-huh. Don't I'll worry. Let me do the I'll stay in the, the back. All right. Now, I do want to toss him a... Hold on. I am going to toss him my light crossbow. Hmm. It's like I've never actually fired one of these things before. You think you'd use this without hurting yourself, Don John? He, you, you see him, and he's he, he kind of cocks it back. No, uh, no, no, give me that. Give me that. Give me that. I take it from him. You know what? Never mind. It's like all right. <clears throat> Let you do the talking. Let me do the talking. Let Bing do the healing. We'll be fine. Uh, there is a cave entrance as seen. Oh, don't look at that. Oh, no. This guy is human. Is it dark? What's that? Is he? Is it dark in the cave? It is dark. Uh, that's a good question. Let me find out. Because he's human and he won't be able to see and I don't need torches, but he may. <laughs> Normally it has a what are the things like here? Uh, I'm going to suggest to Don John that he's sorry. Might yes. There are oil lanterns hanging from ceiling hooks. So Great. you can see and they are lit because they're lit. Obviously someone's here. It hasn't been abandoned. That's interesting. So you're gonna head in there. Yes, we're heading. All right. Follow me. me we head in. Uh, he, let's see. Uh, you walk in uh, and two uh, women are standing in an entryway. So in this, uh, this entryway that you see in the center here, 
Mm -hmm. uh, there are two uh, rough-looking women uh, standing there, both armed with light crossbows, uh, kind of glaring at you, um, dirt-streaked faces, and kind of they, they both kind of sneer at you, like, <sighs> like, who are you? What are you doing here? Uh, are they human? Uh, they appear to be human, yes. Mrs., we're here to enter the mine. If you'd kindly stand aside and let us in. They both, we don't they want both any trouble. Glare at you, and they, they look at each other and they go, Why? Why are we going in? Why do you want to come in? I don't necessarily believe I need to answer that. Well, we have crossbows, and it's our mine. And Don John's like, it's not your mine. It's, uh, oh, sorry. You're supposed to do the talking. No, no, go ahead. This is an appropriate moment for you to say something if you know something. This mine belongs to the Gold Cleft Consortium out of Neverwinter. And I am their representative. And they glare at him. They go, this mine belongs to Zeline Varnaster and no one else. He's like, I don't know of any Zeline Varnaster. And she says, well, <clears throat> neither here nor there. We own this mine now. Let me ask you something, miss. What? How many more of you are there in there? They, they look at each other and they're, uh, they're like, 50. Give me an insight check. I rolled a 20. They're completely full of BS. There's not, there aren't 50 <clears throat> rats in here. There aren't 50, 50 people in here. By the looks of you two, there's really only about one and a half of you here. They Certainly are, not 50. They look at each other. Is that an insult? Yes, it is. Now, if you'll kindly stand aside, you'll live. If you want to take the time to fight us, you will die. Is this mine worth dying for? Uh, give me an intimidation check. 18. Uh, they, they're kind of taken aback, and they're like, maybe you should just talk to Zeline Varnaster yourself. Let me in, and I will. Get out of my way. Like, we'll take you to him, how about? Uh, and they, so one of them kind of steps to the side. The other one goes to uh, open up one of the deeper doors uh, that lead in. And one, one appears to want to come in from behind, from, you know, kind of escorting you in from behind. The other one mm -hmm. wants to lead you, uh, wants to lead you in uh, uh, from the front. Uh, let's okay. See. Uh, I tell the one in the back, go to the front. It's like eyes I'm, on you. I'm good back here. <clears throat> she says, I said move to the front, and I'm trying to intimidate her. Uh, go ahead and roll another intimidation check for me. Twenty-one. Oh, she she gets kind of you know she definitely gets. That was shaken a natural natural twenty, by the yeah. way. Yeah, she gets definitely shaken, and she's like, "They're dangerous." And she walks up to the front and kind of continually peeks over her shoulder. Uh, they take you uh, down the corridors here, uh, that door to the right, and down the path uh, to this larger room uh, here. 
these chambers. Uh, as you come in, uh, you see a cave where the scattered about are pickaxes, shovels, and other mining tools. Uh, you look in one corner and you see a pile, a large pile of offal, like refuse and trash and garbage, and not and at least one or two bones in it. And you see that there are uh, a pair of giant rats that are feasting upon this pile of refuse. Uh, mm -hmm. You see a uh, an, a stone chair. And seated upon it is a woman who looks uh, a little bit bigger and uh, wearing a nicer suit of leather armor with one leg kind of thrown over the arm of the chair uh, that is standing there kind of watching the rats. And as she does, she picks up like a bone with a big hunk of meat on it and throws it their way. She has uh, dark brown hair tied back into a ponytail. And she says, Ova, Broya, what, what, is, what is, who are these? And the two said, they've, they've come about the mine. He says he's part of some consortium, and these other two are, are with him, I guess. And she goes, what consortium is this? I interrupt, and I say, I suppose you think you're in charge here. She looks around, and she kind of looks back and forth. She goes, I am in charge here. We're here to ask you to leave the mine. Take these two things with you. And... um don't come back here again. She goes, well, why would I go and leave this mine? It's nice here. It's safe here. It's got tunnels. It's a pretty nice place. I supposed you're attached to your head. Well, yes, she says, and she kind of pull, you know, runs her hand along her neck. I, I meant that metaphorically. Oh. Regardless. We will have to kill you. That seems and rather... I, I'm not, and, and I'm trying to not... I'm, like, I'm not being honest. Like, I don't think this has to devolve into a f murder. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to intimidate her. Uh, go ahead and make another intimidation check for me. Like, I'm not making a threat that I think is necessarily true. Right. Uh... 10. Um, she she kind of looks at you and she smiles. He goes, well, aren't you full of a lot of bluster? Uh, but no, I, I, we already got thrown out of one of our, our, our last place. We're not about to get thrown out of this one. Hmm. I look over at Don John. I look over at Bing. Don John kind of looks around and looks in, you know, looks at the two, the two others that are behind him, and uh, you know, looks at them and it's like, where do you think they got kicked out of? And 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 Bing is like, are uh, are we negotiating here? Or are we getting ready for a scrape? Oh, not sure. Uh, where did you get kicked out of? So there was a nice shrine that we used to hang out. That called the Shrine of Savras. And we were there. It was a nice place. You know, we we enjoyed it. It was it was pretty. Uh it's kind of, you know, a little bit beat up, but it was a nice joint. We really liked it until those freaking orcs came. And then the orcs kicked us out of there, and then we were wandering about and we went here and found this cave. Now we're here. Orcs, you say? Yeah. Nasty orcs. I describe the orcs we saw recently. 
Hmm. Sounds like they might be from the same group, although you said there was only about six of them. There's a lot more orcs that kicked us out. Six orcs aren't going to rout us, are they, girls? And the two are like, nope. She goes, we killed I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. These caves aren't so bad, but the uh, we really liked our old place better. If you travel to the Shrine of Savras and you go and kick out those orcs, we got ourselves a deal. We'll leave here and you can have these mines. No, no. We killed those orcs, you see. They're dead. Eh, you didn't kill all of them. There's a whole bunch of them that took over that place. We killed about a hundred. You killed a hundred orcs, or so. She kind of, you know, she kind of narrows her eyes. She's like, "So you are you saying you cleared out all the orcs at the shrine?" Well, not specifically at the shrine, but in the area. Mm. We've killed about a hundred orcs, or so. She pulls out a necklace and kind of holds it up, and you see it's this it's this piece of hemp rope with uh, sticks that have been kind of turned into a circle. And there's a strange sort of delta-like symbol inside the circle. And she says, do you see this? And the other two pull out theirs and show theirs as well. At the shrine, we had a large one of these, about the size of a dinner plate. If you show us that, we'll know you've cleared the orcs out. And then we'll leave this place peacefully and without any more problems. So now I've got to decide if I want to go fight orcs or take these three out mm. <sighs> give me an insight check and um uh you so i'll tell you what either either of the two of you can take whatever role you just rolled and apply the highest insight bonus with advantage from either you or from bing i.e one of you assisted the other so bing rolled a 14 and Barunda rolled a 10. Okay. So my uh, wisdom bonus my wisdom bonus is a 2 as bing. So a 16 if you took your highest of those two rolls and applied the bonus it would be a 16. And, uh, no, I'm sorry. The 14 has the bonus already applied. Okay. So um yeah, Bing kind of looks he goes there's something shifty about these about these ladies here. I don't think I don't think they are they're I don't think they are who they look like. I think they're more dangerous than we might think. Are you suggesting we don't fight them, Bing? I'm just offering a little bit of information, boss. <laughs> How and who we fight, that's always been up to you. Um hold on, let me let me look something up here real quick. Sure. So, I'm going to try again. Like, Barundo is going to look at the situation mm -hmm. after Bing has told him this. Right. And I want to try to use my insights again to really get a feel for what Bing is saying. Sure. But, uh, I, want, but I want Bing to cast Guidance. Okay. Yeah, so Bing... Uh, so, Bing's guidance. A... so basically what I'm, what I'm hoping happens is that Bing tells me 
I want Bing to say something like, look at the situation right. carefully. Right. So um, Bing needs to make a dexterity sleight of hands check to cast the okay. spell without the three of them seeing it. Got it. So let's start with that. He rolled a 19. Okay, so he, being a halfling, he's very sly, and he says a few words, and a bit of magic kind of flows into you, and your eyes, your pupils dilate, and you sort of pick up more information. Now please make an insight check. This will just be you. you Barundar. Barundar and Barundar's bonus. So I rolled a 20. All right, excellent. Yeah, and so your, your eyes dilate and you, your, your nostrils flare and you sort of pick up a bunch of information and you realize that the, the same smell that's coming off of those, those rats that are devouring in the corner are coming off of these three women as well. Oh, they're were rats. And, and you remember hearing tales about how uh, dwarves that fought were rats, their weapons didn't seem to be nearly as effective fighting the were rats as they had hoped. And three three were rats feels like it could be quite a challenge. Got it. Bang! You see her, in her, 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 her hand kind of uh, falls to uh, uh, her hand kind of falls to the short sword that's on her side, and her eyes narrow. And you see the other two kind of tense up a little bit. And she says, "So, do we have a deal?" We do. We shall return from the shrine with proof. She goes, Until then? Very good. Very good. Have a good, good. day. Uh, Don, Don Johnson. Johnson. So, uh, well, all right. That didn't quite go as I expected, but I, I, I believe uh, you've got the knowing of things. So, uh, yeah, all right. Let's head we out. Would've, we would have died there, Don John. He goes, yeah, they were they were some freaky ladies, weren't they? They were not ladies at all, but they were were rats cursed Ooh. with uh, that like, thing that curses you when you turn into things. It's like lycanthropes. Exactly that. Wow! You head out of the mountains and realize you have a new quest ahead of you, and it is there we will end today's adventure. Ooh. All right. All right. So I hope that was fun. I had a lot of fun. Good deal. Barundar gets even more buffoonish as yes. the sessions pass. <laughs> That's what you, you've leveled up in. In buffoonery. In buffoonery. <laughs> you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of Gaston from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Excellent. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> awesome. Well, my friend, it's been fun. Very cool. Thank yeah. you, uh, Mike, and I hope uh, I hope your audience enjoyed it. I hope so too. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night, my friend. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.